0: episode of Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast set in my homebrew world of calendar slash Astra, those are the two different continents, my being me, being Carla Harris, the GM. And with <laughs> me, as always, are these amazing women who spend time with me on the internet. Wow, that came out weird. They're going to say hi.
1: <laughs> hi, I'm Wednesday, and I play a Lawrence Skyvale, the Asimov Paladin and Wednesday is feeling rather awkward after that little bit of a pre-discussion.
2: I'm Nelly, I play Kira Nightingale, the half-elf sorcerer, and I'm not always as
3: awkward, I'm just... Hi guys, I am Lina and I play Andromach, the changeling druid. And, considering the conversation right now, I'm just gonna go <laughs> Until we actually stop playing D&D. Oh! Seems safe. <laughs>
0: This is an interactive game if this is your first time here, which means you can help or hinder or harass the players through the story. We do have an ominous goose that came from chat last week, but I've decided we are going to call the goose G-Unit. After streaming, we realized not only does the word honk just sound really weird, if you add a Y to it, it's it's not a, a, a great word, just generally. So the goose is now G-Unit picking up from last week's adventure where our adventurers all they did was walk down the road go to an inn not stay at the inn and build their own inn next to the inn but they had a fat conversation outside of the inn about how they didn't want to use the inn
3: Your barn isn't really an inn you know yeah, i think you're being no, it's, it. it's
2: like a it was a hobbit's like shambles of a of a of a barn okay i wouldn't call it, like a
1: five star inn <laughs> Aloran was not involved. He did not make any of the decisions that were made.
0: If someone had looked at the map, it would have said the burnt in, which I thought was quite hilarious, but no, (laughs) no one looked at the map. So I just thought I was going to put it in there.
1: Oh, that's cool. That's cool. But I don't have the map. Once again, Aloran was not involved in not looking at the map.
3: (laughs) Aloran is just like one of those, you know why I didn't do it? because I didn't know. Andromach is in the awkward position of having the map and being friends with the little pufferfish, but not actually being any good with reading maps.
0: It is a magical map. I like to think that it may or may not help you, but I'm unsure who could say. Where we are is Andromach built a beautiful hut out of sunflowers. And Lauren decided then then that he was going to sleep outside the hut. Andromach, did you do any fancy things inside the hut? Like make a sunflower table or sunflower carts? I don't know.
3: I was just kind of keeping it simple. So I made like a cove with very comfortable and soft bedding made out of like leaves. Damn. You know, a place for, for, for us to take some shelter and rest in a very natural way.
1: I'm oh. trying to think, what is an unnatural way to explain like, it? Was the same. <laughs> That's yeah, like, where dude. my head went, and now, I, no, I, I would, you, you
3: mean, would you like me to elaborate? Uh, easy. Um, okay, so pretty much anything man-made is <laughs> not
0: natural. Yes. Okay, noted, noted. So Dark Hall saying, uh, lay us down on a bed of Sunflowers.
1: Roses on a budget. Wow. Oh, nice. <laughs> Roses on a nice. budget.
0: It's, it's uh, you know, like that. beginner serenading. What do you guys do? You have built your house. Oh. Lauren, in his mind, knows he wants to sleep outside. What's yes. your plan?
1: What I'm doing is I'm outside and I've started to um, take my armor <laughs> off because now I'm going to, to clean and polish my armor and my sword because there was a lot of rolling around in the dust. And uh, I'm, I'm very ashamed of myself for being afraid of a goose. But at least I can wipe the dust away and I'll push the trauma of my shame back into my mind.
0: Okay, you can wash the dust away, but trauma not so much.
2: Yeah. True story. I'm more or less done with the day because I'm still a bit like a morose, still thinking about Stassi. So I'm just gonna gather my things and just say thank you to, to Edomar for creating a little den and just go straight to bed.
3: You can sleep over there. That looks like a very soft spot. Um, Are you allergic to? You know what? Never mind. It's
2: sunflowers. It's a bit late for that, isn't it? Um, I I
3: could probably. Are you allergic to sunflowers? No, no, honestly, no. Okay. Uh, okay, in that case, you can sleep over there. That's fine.
2: <laughs> I kind of pause and squint at her as I would as a deranged squirrel confuses a person, and I just say, like, okay, thank you, and I, I'm going to go go get comfortable.
3: Okay, well, Walker is going to head outside, looking at, at Alor taking off his armor.
2: Okay. Um, Your and... Turn. <laughs> it's not even more awkward. What kind of a... <laughs> what uh, are you?
3: I, I like, uh, <laughs> see that He's showing a bit more than he normally does, and I turn back and walk back into the thing a little red-faced.
2: Mm-hmm. You got what you wanted to see, huh? No, oh, just got so
0: much more. Cool, so you are stripping down from your armor, cleaning away the dust, but not the trauma. You are yes. assumedly unaware of the sneaky-peaky Andromach talk.
1: <laughs> yes, unaware. But I'm using the time to clean my armor and my weapons as taking watch at the same time.
0: Okay, cool. Please roll perception for me. Are uh, the two of you going to sleep? Uh, Lena, Nelly?
2: I have been sleeping, oh, guys. I am gone. gone. <laughs> Deep sleep. The um, <laughs>
0: 17. You do not see the G-Unit. Okay, cool. Um, nothing seems uh, amiss. It seems cool.
3: Well, uh, since uh, the awkward exit, Andermach has just decided that maybe it is better for everybody involved to just stay inside. And she's also, like, decided to take a nap. Because, I mean, there's no conversation coming from either, like, whatever. So she just go like, okay, cool, this is a good time to sleep.
0: Well, I mean, in in Alaren's defense, you weren't like, "Hey, you were like just <gasps> looking," and then you left. How long are you gonna stay watch for Alaric?
1: Actually, I'll watch right through. I don't really need to rest. Alaric needs to process his day, so he does that by he staying awake, by making sure that his armor is so spotlessly clean. All the dust is like swept out of all the like the creases and everything. You know, okay, so a little bit of OCD madness just to anxiety. get through things.
0: Roll a percentile for me. Okay. Uh, Chad, over or under? I rolled a 14. Wow, mm. that is Ooh. not what we needed. <laughs> so they said over. You're going to stay up all night. Please do another yes, perception check for me just near the end. <laughs> this is what Three. happens when... Good job. Three. Everything yes. looks
3: good. Andrenbach is going to wake up when nobody comes to wake her up. Natural instinct, something is is going on. And she like groggily peeks out of the den and sees Aloran still sitting there and says, "Uh, Are are you still awake, Aloran? What time is it? At which point
1: I'm going to look up at the horizon, Carla. Can I discern what time it is? It is not Night okay
0: <laughs> based on and that perception of three you, you know it's one of those things you've been looking at the sky for a while yeah and you haven't r- recognized the change because it's been so gradual
1: Mm. but it's dawn then i'm going to turn back and and look at andremach and say i presume or at least i suppose that it is dawn and then i'm going to stand up in a very dramatic way like i've just said something profound did you get any sleep lauren no, I did not.
3: Why the hell not? We need to travel today.
2: In the background, you hear snoring. I am deep in it, guys. <laughs> I am getting, like, all my REM cycles. I, Guys, I, if I have to roleplay to have good sleep, this is so sad, but yes, <laughs> the best sleep ever right now.
0: I'm, I'm so glad we can provide, Nune. <laughs> Thank you. I, I,
2: at least I can live
1: through my character. You know, you know what? You get inspiration. In response to Andromach. I'm going to say... I did not need to rest. I needed to work through finding myself.
0: You realize as you say that you probably should have rested a little bit and you're going to be five feet slower for the
3: whole day. Cool. Until you sleep. So Adramach is just going to, like, sigh and uh, push herself up and then go and stand next to Lauren and say, listen, Lauren, I, I know that you you've got some issues to sort out. But, I mean, you're part of the group. You know, if you need sleep, then let us know. We can can also take shift. It's okay. Aloran
1: feels rather awkward right now. He's not sure how to respond to that. Also because he exists to protect, specifically, a woman. So he feels incredibly awkward now at being told off for doing... What he basically is alive for.
3: So when Anderbach received no reply, there no. was a little something that happened in town. She's going to turn to lauren and say, "Listen, lauren I'm telling you on your mom, eh? I remember what oh, you said. Did
0: you, Did you know it was his mom though? Did he say anything? No.
3: But he did say.
2: <laughs> did you say that it was? He your mom? did say. Okay. I did. At this point, I'm going to uh, wake up because, like, I slept early, so I actually got full night's rest. All your spells slots are back. You feel amazing. Inspiration. I feel. <laughs> I feel rejuvenated. I feel restored. My skin is glowing. My my crops have grown. Everything's great. Life is, life is that great. That
0: sounds so weird.
2: <laughs> I'm not going to say anything more about okay. my crops, but um, I, I feel great. <laughs> I feel amazing, and. um I'm going to like get my stuff together and walk out of the Sunflower Hut and uh, see Andermach and uh, Lauren up and talking. i like, oh, are you two ready? Have you eaten? Should we get going?
1: As Kira emerges, Lauren is going to turn away from Andermach really quickly and then look at Kira in her... Radiant, I just got a full night's sleep and she said she feels amazing, looks amazing, all of that stuff. She does and then turn immediately turn back to stare into the sunrise and not say anything.
0: But your body language speaks volumes.
2: Yeah. You, you are an awkward turtle, so awkward, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm offended. Off. I'm used to this behavior, so I'm like, okay.
3: Just gonna turn around and walk over to Kira and say Kira he didn't sleep. And he looks tired. He Uh, does look tired. He should have really woken us up. But you know, there's nothing for it. I think we could really use a bit of breakfast before we head off. What do you think?
2: Yeah, let's do it. I'm not surprised. Lauren will do what he sets his mind to do. So let's, let's have some rations and then get moving. We don't want to lose any more daylight all 10 minutes guys i'm like i'm rich i am so like
1: ready for this day she's I just, ready like, to take like, on the day she's yeah, like sure like, we wasted 10 minutes already guys That's like, we, we we could have been halfway <laughs>
2: halfway through our two days walk exactly i'm like why are we even wasting time eating we could just get moving but like i'm gonna be kind to you guys and let you eat it's fine because comparatively
0: okay.
1: to you Andrew Mark looks okay Aloran looks like poop. He looks rough, dude. He's got that like five o'clock shadow going that never existed until now.
2: Wow, you look like... you look like less like a child. I feel a bit less creeped out. That's good. You should look more tired more often, Aloran. It suits you and not And then Aloran
1: continues to awkwardly now eat his rations. So <laughs> he could have just normally eaten his rations, but now he has to eat his rations in awkward silence. Wonderful. Thanks. Thanks, Nilly, Thanks, Kira. I appreciate it. You're <laughs> it, amazing. Thank it, you so much. It's the same, Yo. just with a lot of chewing.
3: Anderba I I kind of noticed his discomfort and goes was like, it meant as a compliment. You look good with a bit of, you know, and like <laughs> scratches her chin. Oh, my God. Why are
1: you doing this to me?
2: We should probably that stop. so mean. We should stop talking. Um... <laughs>
1: Andremark, can we just check at which out point Aloran is going to do his flush? Not that you oh. can see it in the morning light. Who knows?
0: Cool. Can the three of you please roll perception for me? Sixteen, because I'm looking everywhere else.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're just like anything to save me. Seven. I am focused on the day, but not on looking around.
3: <laughs> Antrum is really concerned about uh, Aloran right now. I rolled a that one.
2: Okay, cool.
0: So you are after your sneaky peeky yesterday. You are a little bit infatuated now that he's got the stubble. I mean, he he is a very good looking asam uh, The chat says, "Uh, he, you know, Lawrence just trying to brighten everyone's day."
2: What? Are you? Oh my god! <laughs> I, I love
0: you
1: guys so much,
0: Nilly. You're you're ready for the day, and you can see that Aloran is is feeling really awkward. And you were going to leave it, but Andrew Mark's not aiming it. So that's why you're not looking at other things, because you're just like, this is hilarious. But also, we should get going, so I need this to, you know, wrap up. Lauren, you see the gentleman from last night, in the distance, walking some cows.
1: I'm going to stand up immediately, and I'm going to shout out, top of the morning, sir. Like, really loud. He's probably loud, because things are super awkward for me. Yeah, you're just like, top of the... Like, hey, stranger!
0: He stops, and even the the like three cows that were grazing. You think they look at you because they are quite a distance. He just waves, but he's waving his arm quite emphatically because he's short. He's a he's a he's a halfling. Roll perception for me, alone? Five. Okay, you do not hear what Donovan's uh, Donovan said. He says, which is probably a good okay. thing because he's like, what's on top of this morning?
2: He's obviously very
0: disgruntled that you did not stay at his end. And then he does that uh, when, you know, you just throw your hand down like, okay, it's enough with you. And then he goes back to his cows.
1: Now that I'm standing, I'm just going to grab my weapon and pick up my helm and then start walking off in the direction of life. Cool. You couldn't get a conversation? Five feet slower than I would normally go.
3: Yeah.
0: You couldn't get a convo going. It's awkward. Best is just to leave. That's what I would do.
1: The whole Fair day's enough. been awkward for me. Actually, now it's the second day that is becoming <laughs> awkward.
2: Uh, Andromar, can you just check the map? Is there anything on the map that's uh, like a shortcut that might get us closer to leave?
3: Oh, right, the map. Um, Okay. Andromar is like, look around in the backpack. Okay. Takes the map, unfolds it. Hey, little puffer fish, how are you? Uh, I need water. I need water. I'll take, take water. out my. Web.
2: I'll take away my, 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 my skins, my oil skins, and I'll just do a little salt bay sprinkling action. Oh, there we go. So okay. the
0: water doesn't actually spread on this map, so you're seeing droplets, moments of clarity on the map, wherever a droplet hits.
2: Okay, so at that point, I realize, that, oh, I forgot you. You need a little bit more zest. And I say, like, here you go, little guy, um, person, fish, puffer shark. Yeah, I'll, I'll pour more water on the map.
0: Can Kira and Andrew Bach please roll perception for me?
3: Eighteen. Sixteen.
0: When you dropped the droplets for a second, you were like, oh, it's not taking the water. And then as you went to tip more water on it, you saw what you think was a sign of something with a capital S. I saw the
2: sign. It opened opened up
0: my eyes. As you guys say to each other, did you see that? The water coalesces back into those drops, but it almost seems like the water is sitting on top of the map. And then you realize yeah. it is a literal sign, and the sign says "Leave that way," and it's just—it's just made itself one big signpost on the map, pointing to the direction of Lauren's
3: walking. There's no S.
0: And then you're pretty sure you see the puff of puff of shark's face. It—it it appears to be. It could be just like the early morning breeze flapping the map a little bit, but it appears to be giggling. And then the water disperses into the rest of the map and you see a drawing of the road, your sunflower hut. You see in the distance, tiny marking of where the barn was and it says the Burnt Inn. And you see a Lauren walking, a stick figure of a Lauren walking. You see a radiant drawn Kira and Mark, you were drawn quite well as well.
2: Thanks, little guy.
3: And I roll the map up again, stash it in my bag.
2: All right, let's, let's, let's get going. At this rate, we'll, we'll be able to overtake Lauren in, in no time.
3: Okay, just a second, and I turn to the hat and I caused Druidcraft to like untangle the sunflowers so that they stand naturally. And when everything looks good, I'm like taking my gear and walking after Kira.
0: Cool, as you leave behind you a random patch of sunflowers, all natural. It- Are you going to do anything on the road? I am going to
1: let my little light shine. That little light of,
0: of, of yours.
1: Yes, that little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine everywhere on the way to <laughs> Just let it shine,
0: let it shine, yes. let it shine, let it shine.
3: Yes. Anderbach is just going to discuss with Kira that next time that we camp over next to the road, we have to set up a guard watch and force Aloran to take some sleep. Otherwise, it's just gonna, this is just going to become a repetitive thing.
2: I don't deny it, but um, let's cross that bridge when we get to it. For now, let's let Lauren be Lauren. He'll he'll walk off his feelings, maybe.
3: Fe- feelings? Mm-hmm. I, right now, it looks more like stubbornness.
2: <laughs> it's you'll get used to it. But he doesn't communicate in general, so that's not new. He already had issues with women, which explains the whole issue of us because his fiance scared him into being scared of women. And then he's a stubborn, but at some point once we get a good adventure going, and he, he gets to, I don't know, save a kitten. I'm sure he'll feel a lot better, and he'll start to see sense. So I'm sure the next time we take a rest, let's just throw for a kitten at a kitten at him or something,
3: and he'll. And yeah. like, him. save a kitten. That is a fantastic idea. She's like, just like, discussing, like pondering and, waves, like save and, kittens now. And
2: then, I realize that uh, Endermouth has not realized the fact that I've been so sarcastic this whole time. like, oh my gosh, another one. <laughs> really real.
0: You um, are going to continue walking down the road. On this day of your journey, the farms appear to be more sparse, but mm-hmm. the farms do take up more space. These are sort of more wealthier farmers. The, the farmhouses cool. lo- do look better. And they're further away from the two towns. Assumedly being in the
2: the middle is affluent for them.
0: Please can the three of you roll
2: a luck. Uh, I got 30, by the way.
3: 77.
0: 77. 75. As the unlucky low roller, you are pretty sure at some point in the day that you see G-Unit eating a sunflower head.
2: Why did I have to see that? Like, I'm already a bit wary of this stupid goose. I'm... Although, wait, I'm actually grateful because that means he, if this goose is eating something that's not us, that's great. That I'm actually, that gives me peace. That gives me some sort of, like, inner peace. I can leave that behind me now. The goose has been fed. It's, it's
0: behind you. You guys progress. It's starting to get dark. You're a day's walk away. Uh, well, probably half a day's walk away, so you'd get mid-afternoon there if you started off out as early as you did today Mm -hmm. to the town of Leith. Where are you camping? What is your plan?
1: I'm assuming we haven't, so we're not within proximity of one of the wealthier thriving farms. You could approach one of the
0: wealthier thriving farms. I mean, you can know it's getting dark, so you're like, okay, the next farm we see.
1: I opt for that, so because Alorin doesn't say anything, um, as soon as the next farm comes up, I'm just going to walk onto the lands.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as one does. This farmer appears to be a, a wheat farmer. You can see in amongst uh, the wheat, there is uh, some magic machinery. Um, Lauren, you probably won't know what it is. Kira, you might know, as well yeah. as Andromach. Potentially, you might know, but you've probably seen like more ramshackle versions of it. But it's essentially a horseless carriage that has a scythe attached to it, but it's within the body of the horseless carriage, which will scythe the wheat, and then it stacks it into bushels.
2: I'm a bit excited, so I'm gonna rush towards the machinery and try to figure out how it works and see if like, if they have like magic uh, works here, I wonder if they're able to still get oil they still are able to get whale oil here, that would be interesting. So I'm having a minor geek out moment right now.
0: Well, um, you would actually know from being at at the guild that these affluent farmers or people who live outside, because they Mm -hmm. can't get it through the pipes, because the pipes really only go to cities or where there's a guild, they go and collect oil in canisters. Unfortunately, not as exciting as you'd hoped. Although this is yeah. a very fine piece of machinery, so you know they actually are a lot more affluent than you thought. This is a very wealthy farm.
2: Okay, I'm gonna like turn around at like once I suss that out and look towards Aloran and Andromach and the cow shout whisper, like, they're loaded. They're definitely loaded. Um,
3: Andromach is gonna turn okay. to Karen and
2: say, why
1: does that matter right now? <laughs> <laughs> Aloran is yeah. going to approach the farmer um, he's there, as we walk onto the lands. So as
0: you walk into the lands, it's probably about two wheat fields deep, which are like football fields away from the road. Yeah, You see a couple more machines dotted around. You also see what appears to be a landing pad. And you realize, Kira, they get the oil actually from the people who live in the sky. So the top cities. You've heard heard that it gets like delivered by balloon, but you're not sure there's no accoutrement around the landing pad or anything like that. So they don't actually get their oil from
2: Affluenza or Leif. That is so cool. They get it from the top yeah. city. As an aside, have I ever seen this like in motion, like this the sort of mechanism? Am I like familiar with seeing this in, in general or have I ever not seen this? Just out of curiosity. Because like that would be really cool to see as me outside of character.
0: So you've seen, you know, sort of drawings because Not only does the guild teach you about magic, it also teaches you about the economy because the guild runs most of the the economy. Roll insight for me, actually.
2: May I be ever insightful? Seven. Okay, uh, I'm not going to give you
0: this, but I I was only going to give it, but you'll probably get it without it. You know that these people must be insanely wealthy. Because not only do they buy directly from the top city, which only the guilds and extremely wealthy people do. Um, You know, Lauren, probably you, your family, gets oil like this. They also need to have within their house a a message system, very similar to what the guild has to convey and order. Also, the delivery system is magic mechanized. There we go. In the top cities connecting them, they often have um, aerial wiring. And so the balloons would float along in a crate attached to a pulley system on the aerial wiring. Basically, they have to build an aerial road to this house. So if you could look up and see, you know, up into the atmosphere, you would see an aerial road to this house. And it releases the balloon The balloon's not filled with air, it's filled with magic, but because the balloon itself is made of a metal that once the canisters are removed from it and the crate that it carries it is light enough, the magnetism of the lead and the magic in the balloon will start pulling it slowly back up into the air.
2: I works. really love this world. This is so cool. I have
1: to say. It is amazing.
0: Me too. Yeah. That's totally
2: how I've always planned how it works.
0: Thanks. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, chat's wow. got the
0: chat's got some uh, some awesome yeah. suggestions about the balloons, and I just made the extra bits up. So you know that
2: this house is actually insanely wealthy. Because I realize I'm representing the guild, I have to like put, like look as respectful as possible. So I kind of pause and make sure I look. I mean, I know I woke up looking awesome, I lo- I woke up like this, but I have to, like, really just dust myself off and make sure I look good. Because my guild still needs to get, like, decent uh, reputation up. And I'm gonna, like, have my back straight up and I'll look at um, Aloran and Andamuk and say, like, we really have to make a good first impression. You have no idea how, this- how important this is for me.
1: Aloran looks at Kira very confusedly because usually when you enter someone else's land and property, you should treat them respectfully. So he's he's just a little bit confused. He's like, okay.
2: Make even more of an effort to not be you, if that makes sense. And I look at Andrew Mopkin and say, like, you're you're fine, you're fine. Let's just, it's okay. I'm ramming to myself. Okay.
0: Okay. okay." All right, so the three of you approach the house, uh, this mm-hmm. house is built. As an aside, thanks so much, chat. I get advantage next time because of general osmosity. As you walk up, the farmhouse is one story, but it's it appears to go on for quite a while. You imagine if you get into the house, the house is probably the size of a football field. So, I oh. mean, it's the size of one of their their wheat fields. From the distance, you could see that there's more wheat fields behind them. Also, you notice that there's not any fences around their house. So there's no fencing or protection. You know, it, de- it depends on the area. Um, I don't know how well-traveled you guys are. Generally, there's not a lot of crime in this area. Mm. However, the machinery itself is worth a lot. And people have been known to siphon whale oil, but they don't seem to be bothered by that. They, they have, have a front porch... That has two columns next to the doors. Which are probably about the size of the height of one and a half tall humans. So maybe like a nine foot door. There is a giant bell pool next Mm -hmm. to the door. The doors are oak. Everything about this house screams money. There are giant windows with uh, oak shutters next to them. The oak shutters are closed so you can't see into the house there is light coming through the slats of the oak shutters last night you were far enough away from other farms that you couldn't see any lights but you know tonight if you fall asleep even though the farms are quite far away from each other because they're affluent you would actually be able to see some lights if their lights were still on there's a bell pool. You can hear some, for want of a better way to say it, like human noise. There's nothing exceptional about it. People are talking or like, the, the, mm. it's the sound of a house that's lived in.
1: A Lauren is neither phased nor amazed by this display of excessive wealth. So I'm going to walk up to the door and um, ring the bell.
0: You pull on the bell pool. Uh, it's obviously well greased and you can hear mm-hmm. a ringing that's sounds like it goes on for quite a while because you assume it's going throughout the whole house Mm. at that the house goes silent you hear some (laughs) whispering and underneath the door out slides half of a full-length mirror that is mirror face up and When you see this, you actually know, and this was part of the law that we gave to our Patreons and our Twitch subscribers. People who are afraid of changelings, there is a superstition that they can't sort of look into mirrors and maintain their shape. And because they're on the way to a town where a changeling, a changeling was was murdered, and they obviously some people believe that changelings probably did it. You recognise that Andromach as extreme superstition and probably fear because as they slide the mirror under the door you hear a booing voice say
1: look into the mirror I want to see your reflection. I don't have any issues with that I'm going to look into the mirror.
0: And then, and then you hear him say um, uh, closer to the door because obviously he's trying to peep through <laughs> underneath the door and he's like Okay, hold on. He pulls the mirror back. You hear some more whispering. Raw perception for me if you'd like to hear what they're saying.
3: 14.
0: 8. 18. Kira, you just hear... And the the scraping of the mirror being pulled back. Because it was actually a really nice mirror. And you can see that as they pulled it back, some of the gilt frame, which is of a, a beautiful silver, scraped against the bottom of the door.
3: Because yeah. they tried to,
0: try to pull it back too quickly.
2: That's so wasteful, honestly.
0: Lauren, you also see the scraping. Uh, Andromach, Mm you'd also see the scraping. Lauren, you hear the, uh, well, how are we going to check? And then Andromach, you hear them say, fetch Uxel. And then you hear some retreating steps. You wait five minutes. And from the side of the house, a half-orc is going to come walking carrying a giant uh full-length mirror but this half orc is very very large they can look over the mirror this half orc is probably six and a half feet he appears to be wearing a suit and he says i need you to look in the mirror before you can come into the the house
1: all right i'm going to to bow to the to this suited orc and then stand in front of the mirror he holds the top
0: of the mirror. And he steps around the side so that he can also look from the side at you looking in the mirror so he can see what reflection you see. And he goes, next.
2: Carla, would I know what he's trying to do? Would I I recognize this this superstitious uh, ritual?
0: Yeah, I mean, you you got got pretty good insight for your last uh, changeling lore, right? Yeah, and I feel like you guys have bonded. I'll allow it, yeah. You also, now that he's making you stand in the reflection, the light bulb went off for you. So you didn't get it okay. as soon as it came
2: under the door. But now... Yeah. I'm going to pause and look at the the gentleman with the mirror, look at Allura and look at Andermach and say, okay, but you must realize that this is just merely a superstition, sir. I'm a member of the of a, a, a guild of, of one of the Guild of shadows. I'm a person of logic and reason. And you must realize Which how
0: and when they say that, they always mean which town. Because all the Shadows Guild are called the the, the Shadows. It's the yeah. Shadows
2: of Affluenzo, the Shadows of Leif. I'm from the, the Guild of Shadows from Affluenzo. And I'm on route with my colleagues to actually solve the murder that just happened over at the town of Leif.
0: He says, well, if, if it's mere superstition and you have nothing to hide, then surely you wouldn't
2: mind stepping into the mirror's reflection. Does he look like he would uh, do anything brash if I say no? Can I I try to assess out from his demeanor?
1: Roll insight for me? Alarn is very confused as to why Kira is hesitating.
3: Would Andremach know if there's any grain of truth in this superstition?
1: You would know that the the only
0: um, times you would have problems holding onto your shape is when you're asleep and when you're knocked out. But because you've been in the same shape for so long, when you're asleep or knocked out, it almost looks like an after image when someone looks at you. So like if they look quickly, you look the same, but if that it looks almost blurry when they look at you because your body is fluctuating essentially through through shape. Not even you know what changelings without a shape that they've put on actually look like. Because since you were a child, you were always told to hide in your shape. And your parents always hid in their shape. So not even you actually know. And you don't think your parents knew what a changeling looked like in its most natural form.
2: Okay. I, I got a sex, by the way, for insight.
0: I mean, yeah. he's a pretty beefy orc. This is a very rich place. They're probably not going to take kindly to it.
2: Okay. I'm just going to say you know what, um, out of respect to you and your customs, I will do this. And I'll, I'll, I'll walk towards, I'll look
0: into
3: the mirror and look at my reflection.
0: He looks at uh, at you through your reflection, and he says, alright, next.
3: Andermach is just going to walk up to the mirror and look at herself. Uh,
0: he looks, he goes, fantastic, I'll be with you shortly. And then he picks up the mirror and starts walking back to where he came from. Around uh-huh. the side of the house.
3: The house. Andromach is going to turn to Kira <laughs> and say, you know, I had a smudge on my cheek right here. I didn't know that.
1: <laughs>
3: I had more
2: important things to worry about, Andrew but I'm glad that you are clean.
3: But at least he was like, Tell me. Like...
2: Um,
0: the two of you realize, as he walks away, because the mirror was only scraped now, this is obviously not something they've done before because they also mishandled it, right? By sliding mm-hmm. it under oh. the door. How are they going to see you? The fear has spread from the town of Leif because they're very close to the town of Leif. Yeah. Otherwise, why would they be checking for, or think they're checking for changelings? North Star, the half-orc did look into the mirror and his reflection did reflect back, but it wouldn't, <laughs> it wouldn't show. How, even if it is the ultimate double bluff, you do not know. That's, okay. that's also the thing is other changelings don't know who else is a changeling. Mostly, oh. because it's so oh. hidden. And that brings us to oh. the end of this week's episode. Guys, thank you so, so much for being here on a Wednesday night. Uh, uh, thanks to yeah. Load Shedding, proudly brought to you by Load Shedding. A huge thank you to my players who as always make everything an adventure, even just walking down the road and waking up in the morning. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> and to you, chat, for all your adventure ideas, which we will put into, put into play and just generally for being here and taking part it's so 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 appreciated Remember, if you did enjoy this, please share it with your friends, foes, families, and familiars. Remember, you can find us on all the socials at Dum Dum dumdumdie, spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E, or you can mail us at dumdumdiepod at gmail.com. It was mentioned in the chat, but we are going to be running the Comic-Con role-playing section, and that's happening at the end of September, so stay tuned for some announcements next week, how you can get into some games. There's going to be panels. It's going to be amazing. Remember, we also have a Discord and a Patreon where you could find out more of this Law, we give out a law to our patreons and adventure modules so if you're interested and you are able please do go have a look over there it's patreon forward slash die. otherwise thank you so so much for being here remember just you being here and sharing and taking part is immense to us and we appreciate you so much on that note we also have some free wallpaper to celebrate our 500,000 downloads so go and get that <laughs> That's in our Discord chat where you can download <laughs> the, the full image nicely rather than just taking it off Facebook. Thank you so, so much for watching. I hope you have a most amazing and safe week
1: filled with adventure.